0: Hi, welcome to 15 Minutes of Sane. I'm your host, Nicole. Today we're going to dig into something really deep. Are you a victim or a victor? You know, that's the question that sets people apart uh, from the everyday. You know, the people who walk around with a chip on their shoulder or the people who walk around with a smile on their face. And so I pose that question frequently to people I counsel Are you a victim? or a victor, because that determines how you're going to attack the situation. There are even some experts, if you want to call them that, who think that a victim and a victor both have the same mentality of a victim, but one is the world is out to get me, and the other is I'm going to get the world before they get me. I disagree though. Uh, I, I think that a victim does think the world is out to get them. They think the world is against them. Everything is an obstacle. They blame others for their failures. You know, they think that um, in order to succeed, they have to have a handout or even a hand up. And they're never satisfied. They're always looking for something more. Everybody owes them something. Uh, They're happy to live off of other people. Uh, They are bitter all day long. Um, and they uh, only see the doors that are closed. They don't see the windows that are opened. Um, Those are victims. Uh, They're pessimistic. They're negative. uh, They give up quickly. They have very few friends. And in fact, their personality is a repellent to people who might would be their friend. Um, They're always fighting, fighting for something that they perceive as an injustice or the they're entitled to their rights. Um, uh, you know, they just are really just for lack of a better, better, uh, description. They're just yucky people to be around. And then there's the victors in the world. The victors, um, believe that the world needs whatever they have to offer. Uh, they see obstacles as an opportunity. They take personal responsibility for success or failure. So if they, you know, really stink at something, they look and go, what did I do wrong so that I can make it right the next time instead of, well, that person, you know, just had it in for me or, you know, the teacher doesn't like me. That's why I didn't get the good grade or, um, you know, I didn't get the spot on the team because I'm not the coach's favorite or, you know, what have you. Um, so a, a Victor also, makes do with what they have to succeed. So, you know, if you, um, want to succeed in life, you have to look at every opportunity and, uh, every chance you have to make the most of it. Um, uh, Victor is, uh, willing to see life, uh, with, uh, rose colored glasses. They see the good in people. They see the good in things. They're willing to, uh, look at ways that, They can bless other people. You know, what can they do to make somebody else's life better? Um, And when they end their day, they're satisfied. They're happy with whatever they've accomplished because every day they look for ways to make the most out of a minute. If they can squeeze a minute and a half out of 60 seconds, they're going to do it. They are just really, um, looking for opportunities to succeed, to be better, to get the things done that they need to get done. And they do that with a positive attitude, optimism in, in their, um, vision on, uh, life and, uh, obstacles that present itself. We all go through life where we run into speed bumps and a victim looks at a speed bump and turns away. A victor looks at a speed bump and says, let me build a bridge to get over it. Um, and so my question to you is, are you a victim or a victor? You may not even be aware you're one or the other. You may be just one of those people who's happy go lucky and You didn't even realize that people looked at you as a victor. You know, you'll see some of those stories about... Um, people who really come from poverty or, you know, they are success stories from, you know, abuse or, um, even, you know, uh, children who grow up in the system and yet they come out and they're unscathed and they don't walk around with a big old neon sign that says, life's been hard for me. They walk through life and they think, Hey, this is the cards I was dealt. Let me play the best hand I can play. And oftentimes what you'll find out is, um, you're surprised to hear the rough life they've had, the rough start they've had, uh, the challenges that they've had to endure, the abuse that they've endured, the poverty, the hunger, the whatever. You're often shocked because, oh my gosh, you mean you're not walking around with a chip on your shoulder or angry at the world or angry at life. And you are really trying to make the world a better place. And, You recognize within yourself the gifts you have to give and you're choosing to use those gifts to encourage somebody else, make somebody else's life better. And so, you know, those kind of victors, you know, you really gravitate towards them. Those are the people you want to be around. Those are the people that really are after the good stuff in life. And then there's the victims in the world that just really suck you dry with their negativity and their pessimism. And, you know, the big, huge chip on their shoulder, it's really hard to sit next to someone who's got this huge scab on their shoulder that you can't even get by them because they're carrying that around like it's a lifeline. Um, And when I look at people like that, I I feel pity, of course, but mostly I, because I choose to be a victor in life, I look as uh, for opportunities to show them a better way. You know, I really try to encourage them to make better choices. You know, if if their struggle is, you know, organization, well, I am the multitasking organization queen. I will help you make a schedule that you can succeed with. Um, you know, I like to motivate people to get out of bed, but I also think the first thing you need to do when you get out of bed is make your bed. You know, when you start your day, uh, where you're just running late, you've missed your alarm, you're not prepared for the next day, you're behind the eight ball. And it's really hard to pull yourself out of that when you're down in the trenches of just ugly So, you know, before I go to bed, the next day's clothes are already planned or laid out, whichever is appropriate. Um, And I go to bed on time. I stick to my schedule. You know, we start our day between three and four in the morning every day. And so regardless whether it's Friday night, Saturday night, or Tuesday night, this girl's in bed at 730 because it is lights out. I'm snoring at eight o'clock. It is non-negotiable. I don't care what's going on in the world. New Year's Eve means nothing to me. I am asleep and I stick to my schedule. First thing I do when I get out of bed is turn around and make my bed. Uh, you know, if, if it ends up that I'm not prepared for the day, you know, that's a rough start. I have talked before uh, on other uh, podcasts about, you know, my chores I do before I go to bed and one of those is setting my coffee for the next morning. So, you know, when I already know these are going to be challenges, I work to get around them before they even start. I don't even give them a chance to rear their ugly head and cause me to stumble throughout my morning because I'm going to tackle the morning and I'm tackling the afternoon. I'm tackling the evening. I have a list I keep of things that I need to get done. And in order to succeed, I just go through So I'm, you know, just checking them off one after the other, after the other. And, uh, I often find that I have more time than I realized, or I've allotted more time than necessary. And so I'm the one who's like, well, Let me see what else I can fit in. And my thought is just to make the next day better or to make the weekend better or to make somebody else's life easier. And so I'm encouraging people with the victim mentality to change your mindset, uh, find a way that you can um, apply new skills to your life. Um, You know, the the classic victim behaviors are full of excuses, complaints, complaints, Uh, false promises, oh, I'll do that, or I'll, I promise I will, or I'll make better efforts. You know, it's kind of like paying lip service to change, but they're not really willing to make the change because they are looking for someone else to do it for them. They're looking for the easy way out. And, you know, you hear people, or you'll hear people say, you know, that person always has the luck, or they're just always in the right place at the right time that's by design, not by accident. They've put themselves there. They knew what was going to happen. They knew what they needed to do and they got there. They did what they had to do because they wanted to be successful at whatever it is. Um, those kids who you know, get perfect SAT scores, again, That didn't happen by accident. They sacrificed, they stayed up late, they, you know, gave up weekend sleepovers or hanging out with friends. They put schoolwork above something else. Uh, and that something else might've even been a part-time job and maybe their family life, it was not an issue. They could afford to give up pocket money, uh, to do schoolwork and maybe that's not somebody else's life and that's fine. You just have to be willing to change your mindset on what you call success. And to me, anytime you are working to improve your life, even if it is something as simple as, um, eating more salads or, uh, eating more fruit instead of chips for a snack, or if it's, you know, cutting back on work, if you work too much and you're pouring too much of your energy into Uh, making some corporate life better and how you want to improve is to scale back and take more time for yourself or your family or to pick up a hobby or to improve your health, then by all means do those things. You know, I can assure you no matter what your job is or how important you think you are, when you're gone, that job will be filled. Life will continue on. The world keeps turning. It doesn't stop on its axis because you've got the flu. People may act like that. People may think that, but the reality is if something happens to you tomorrow, someone else will be sitting in that job by the end of the week. So do what you have to do to improve yourself for yourself, but be your own judge and be your own ruler. Don't measure yourself against what the Joneses are doing or what Lisa's doing, or John is doing, or how successful you think they are. If you think your life is a success, then it is. But if you think it's not, you need to choose. Do you want to be a victim of life and go around with the status of, well, my life sucks, but you know, whatever. Or do you want to think, okay, I'm not really satisfied with what's going on in my life. Now let me take an analysis and see what I can do to improve it. Changes that I can make, whether it's get a part-time job to pay off some debt or eat more fruits and vegetables and less carbs or get to the gym at least two days a week. Or if it's even just taking more time to sit and re- reflect and read a book and find uh, the things that are going great in your life and be thankful for them, you know, just to change your negative attitude to a positive attitude Instead of uh, one of me, 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 what can I do to help somebody else? Those are the things that really set people apart. You know, victors are constantly setting goals. They're uh, constantly motivating themselves and others. They honor their promises and their commitments. They overcome their fears and obstacles. They focus on progress and time management key, key ingredients there for success on any level is time management. And they follow through, uh, till they've accomplished their goal. And so when I talk to victims or people who suffer with the victim mentality, you know, I focus on their low self-confidence and, um, I focus on their lack of time management, and organization skills. And I really try to encourage them to implement a schedule, uh, positive affirmations, change their mindset, to walk through life with rose-colored glasses, and really work hard to find the reason that they can be thankful for something or someone, even the littlest things. And a practice I like to encourage is to verbally acknowledge all the big and little things. If someone holds the door for you, thank you for holding the door. Don't just say thank you. They don't know what you're exactly saying thank you for. Thank you for holding the door. If your significant other opens your car door for you, thank you so much for opening the door for me. Or if they come out to help you carry in groceries, thank you for helping me carry in the groceries. Or if they bring you a cup of tea or a cup of coffee, Thank you for bringing me a cup of tea or a cup of coffee. And when you start looking for ways to be grateful and thankful, you start to change your mentality on life as a whole. And then you'll start to be more positive and more encouraged and will willingly look for ways to become a victor at life. So that's my challenge to you uh, this week is to change your mindset And I want you to make today so awesome that tomorrow gets jealous. Find us at 15minutesofsane.net or on social media. Hit us up if you have a topic you want us to cover. We're here to help. Thank you.